Welcome to the Military OneSource podcast. Military OneSource is an official program of the Defense Department with tools, information, and resources to help families navigate all aspects of military life. For more information, visit militaryonesource.mil. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Bruce Moody. Military youth programs are designed to support military children as they transition from childhood to adulthood. Youth centers are available on almost every installation. Centers are staffed with trained professionals who understand how to connect with youth, support them, and recognize the signs of stress. Youth mental health continues to be a nationwide concern, and in response to the continuing need for mental health support for youth, the Defense Department developed the Mental Health First Aid course to help youth program service providers provide tailored intentional support for military children and youth. Uh, joining me are two child and youth professionals, uh, Chelsea McIntyre and Tina Bolt. Welcome to the podcast, and why don't you tell me uh, where you are and, and tell me a bit, little bit about what you do. Hello, my name is Chelsea, and we are both located at Naval Base Kitsap in the beautiful Washington State. And I, Chelsea, have been working with CYP since about 2008. I've worked in management starting in 2010, and then I transitioned to my role as a trainer, a training specialist in about 2014. And as a trainer, I train the CYP professionals when they come on board to our programs, whether they're coming on board to work with infants or preschoolers or school-agers or teens. Uh, additionally, I train on various topics each month to support the staff in their role. And I also coach and mentor the CYP professionals in our programs. And Tina, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. So again, my name is Tina. And like Chelsea said, we're in Washington State at Naval Base Kitsap. My role has been youth director at the Jackson Park School Age Care Program, where I support military families and youth. You know, my first boss was kind of a free spirit and was getting ready to retire and decided she could go anywhere on the planet and uh, and went to the Kitsap community. Oh, great. We love our community here. It's outdoors and just, it's great. That's wonderful to hear. So Chelsea and Tina, you both work directly with the, the child and youth, and you're also working with the staff as well. So in your experiences, why is mental health support so important for our military youth? I think with the diversity of youth and staff we work with in, you know, military families with deployments and the unique circumstances our families are given in a military community, I, I, th I think mental health is needed just for helping kids with resiliency and just those supports and being able to help and just try to help meet those families' needs and, you know, have the references and referrals and tips and tricks and things to be able to give them to help them. So we're talking about mental health, but specifically, what are we talking about? Stress or anxiety, depression? What, what specifically are we talking about or a combination thereof? I think a combination of all of it. Um, you know, just in the work at the teen center, teens dealing with deployments depression of being, you know, just with one parent, I've had teens that were, you know, dealing with a lot significant, you know, mental health issues from 
from cutting, from, you know, suicidal thoughts. And that's why, you know, this class was instrumental in like, you know, giving more, you know, supports and me more knowledge on how to handle, you know, some of those delicate situations. I see. So the delicate situations are no doubt there. Are you looking at a, a range of mental health behaviors and, and actions? I hear cutting is, is probably on one end of the spectrum, but are, are you also responding to lower level aspects of stress and anxiety and, and depression? Absolutely. Just from some behavioral, you know, tendencies and, you know, outbursts um, that come out as anger, but maybe some significant other, you know, things going on in their lives and their backgrounds. I think that there's a lot of stigma and misinformation and personal bias associated with mental health. And children are facing these challenges, these mental health challenges. And the youth in our care deserve adults who can support them and who are prepared to support them. And as much as we value physical and emotional safety, um, we as a professional organization can grow and do better at meeting the needs of our participants when they're facing mental health challenges. So what ages are we talking about when we're talking about mental health challenges? So we both work primarily with the school age care, which is five-year-olds to 12-year-olds. Um, we see the starts of some mental health crises that are happening as they're getting older, but definitely in the teen program, you're seeing much more significant needs and much more diverse needs for, for mental health services. So you've, you've both been doing this for a number of years. And so you've, you've seen the impact of military life and deployments and moves. But, but of course, COVID was just such a, a massive impact. And to your view, what has been COVID as an impact on the mental health of our youth? We had what was our normal everyday lives and it got shook up and we as adults were trying to maneuver and not have the answers for children and children were trying to live their childhood and live their best lives. They didn't know what was going on either and everyone was just trying to make it through and make it through to the next day and support one another. Do, do you have any examples that you can share that would help us understand what you're talking about? I think socially, one example for it's, I think, the social needs for youth during, you know, the pandemic and COVID. And I think we're still seeing some of the repercussions of it is just being able to kind of socialize. I think especially with teens and I'm going to use um, a teen I work with. They're wanting to isolate a little bit more and not wanting to be as social as they were, you know, be, pre-COVID. So I think their social needs, they're like, they're still trying to come back to a norm and friendships and peers. And I think they were definitely becoming dependent on technology. And then with our dependence on going to schools, because we, we had our kids that didn't go back to schools, but they were doing school online. There was a lot of technology that limited their interaction, limited the time where they could have their peer-to-peer -peer relationships. And trying to maneuver that now where you have second graders, third graders who are struggling with those relationship pieces because they didn't have that opportunity in kindergarten. 
So you're really introducing socialization on a group scale to a lot of these age groups. So when you look at the course itself, this is, uh, we're calling it the mental health first aid certification. How, how is that helping you in the work that you're trying to do with the young people? I think first off, it made me more aware and acknowledging the mental health needs of, you know, the children and youth we work with. So I think first off, just being that awareness and, and then I just think giving us extra tools, I call it my toolbox, extra tools in my toolbox and helping support the youth we serve. And I think also helping us identify what are the typical behaviors versus concerning behaviors. And then something that I do, I'm more aware of conducting wellness checks of just checking in and utilizing the knowledge gained from the course as my compass. And I'm able to respond with more confidence when I'm there to support a child or a family. Uh, the course really helps the participants because there were real life scenarios and we had hard, uncomfortable topics to talk about. And now I don't have that hesitation of like what to do. And I can maneuver the sensitive topics with care and I have a plan. I know what to do when there's a person who might be in a crisis. In, in saying that you have a plan that you feel uh, empowered to respond to a particular situation, do you then want to encourage your colleagues to take this course? Absolutely. Okay, so you're describing what you got out of this course. Um, why, why would you want your colleagues to be taking this course as well? I think that there is a stigma regarding mental health still. And the reality is that people need people that care. And the more mental health first aid responders that are around who can maneuver those hard conversations and adequately support our youth helps everybody as a whole. If somebody were to need an EpiPen, um, we would know how to administer that. We need to prioritize that mental health first aid and the time is now to take action to support children and to support the teens and the youth in our programs. Chelsea and Tina, this is a really interesting conversation. And I wonder if there are mental health resources that you would uh, recommend for parents uh, or youths who might be listening. Well, we have Fleet and Family Services on base that have counseling and supports available to help our families would be one of the first resources I would use. I think it's so important to identify a trusted adult and start the conversation. We have different experiences maneuvering around the world and starting the conversation is the first step. Chelsea McIntyre and Tina Bolt, thank you so much. Uh, before we sign off, is there anything else that you'd like to share regarding our military youth and mental health? I wanted to talk about the benefits of this course. The course does require pre-work and the participants read, they review the information and it's a baseline of information before you start the course. And then you're reviewing the information. There's opportunities for discussion and that promotes reflection of various scenarios and creating a feasible plan of action. And the scenarios and the role-playing help the participant get their feet wet and practice um, what they've learned. And so that gives the, the first aid responder a good understanding of what they need to do to help a person that might be in crisis. Ditto again to what Chelsea said. 
But I feel like with having my time as a team coordinator and as a youth director, I feel um, if there's a priority of getting our people through this, um, I think starting with our teen centers and getting our people trained, the things we went through in the course and what we learned was so much based on our teen programs and would have been beneficial to me to have those tools when I was at the teen center. Excellent. Well, we really appreciate this conversation, really appreciate what you do uh, with our with our military youth, and we hope to have you back on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. All right. want to remind you that Military OneSource is an official resource of the Defense Department. We are a website, a call center. We're all over social media and we are a podcast. So subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast because we cover a wide range of topics to help military families navigate military life. I'm Bruce Moody. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. 